Welcome to Season 3 of the Chaotic Goodness Podcast, where we begin with a mutiny. I'm Kim, your GM, and I play Flossie Lead. You don't need to space the baby. Here's Steve, and he plays Dr. Arthur Ezekiel III. Maybe this isn't a good idea. This is Christy. She plays Rin Hudson. I have killed men for less than that. Here's James. He plays Hentop. I mean, I've used it. It's pretty nice. I mean, it doesn't match these magic figures, but it's pretty good. And this is Chad. He plays Gideon, Nyko, and Wade. I have I have fans, like plural? Featuring our guest, Bianca Zelda of the Broadswords. I might be willing to try. Uh, just don't tell my coworkers that I eat this. It would look terrible on me. Let the chaos begin. It is now time for a cramp quarters roll. Not it. Woo! 2d6 or 3d6? 2d6. 2d6. So if we're using the navigational systems, we get to add two to our rolls. That's true. So since we will be traveling for um, about a week until we get to our next destination where we will be dropping this cargo, Let's do two each. So let's have everybody roll two times with the 2d6. And um, for the listeners, we use the cramped uh, quarters um, rules from Uncharted Worlds. Um, And everybody is rolling their 2d6. And we're we're adding two to it, right? Yes, and adding Great. two. Wonderful. And we will start with our fabulous guest. So Amandine will get to do her interactions first. So you can either roll for a, for a crew member to make it sort of random, however you choose, or you can pick someone. I was actually leaning into uh, a 14 uh, with Hentel simply because I feel like there's going to be a really forced uh, couple of days where we're bonding over the Megatri manual. But Hentel himself is probably not actually enjoying it, but I'm loving the conversation. You are quoting like subsection, like small print in a paragraph that most people don't even read. And like, I am just listening to you talking about the manual. And, like, I'm comparing, like, you know, edition uh, 576, subparagraph 28 is actually about the Megatri. Uh, you know, rules on how to manage uh, aquatic species in an arid zone. She's also high as fuck, too. <laughs> <laughs> she's She's got a touch of the catnip to her. It does add that, but have you ever considered that uh, chapter 27, subsection 3, actually counteracts act, that? She's, speak, she's switching languages because she's so high, she's speaking Finglish. <laughs> oh, do I have to roll uh, to keep up if, with that, or am I good? If there are any rolls while you're on the ship, you get an extra D6 from the catnip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> catnip inspiration. That's right. <laughs> catnip inspiration. Catnip inspiration. I like that. I'm going to make a note for a new yeah, Bardic class. I'm going to submit to the DMs Guild. 
<laughs> College of Cannabis. Got it. Okay. There it is. Cat, cat, catnipis? No. No? No. So does Megatry actually keep track of its rules and regs? Because so far, with like two weeks of studying, I have actually been able to come up with about 14 contradictions, and that's just a cursory reading. Oh, yes, that's because that they're constantly releasing new editions of the book where they've abridged one rule, but then they have to reprint the 5,000-page manual again. It's so fascinating, and I'm I'm loving that you're into this as much as I am. I'm not into it. I despise every letter of it. Um, I'm just doing this to make sure that you can't bitch at us anymore. Um, <laughs> so, like, I'll keep reading it. I'll play ball. This shit's fucking stupid. The fact that they release one version and immediately have to reprint another just ex- it just excruciatingly painful. No, Hantal, there's and no, just, no it, need it, to you're get not here. This is her and there's I. There's no need to get catty. You're not here. <laughs> okay. This is her and I. Okay. This is her and I. You stop your racist remarks, all right? Or speciesist remarks. Thank you, sir. Speciesist. Some people, they just can't grow up. Anyhow, um, realistically speaking, Megatry just needs to get with the program and start doing a real-time update on it so that and just notifications of those updates instead of releasing chunk after chunk. It's like they're stuck in the 23rd century at this rate. It's really painful to deal with from, uh, from a, a, a privateer's uh, experience. Oh, that's, that's all I'm saying. Well, I can tell you from my medical experience and then cue really long-winded rant that has no discernible conclusion. I just really want to talk about my experience in the medical field. Are, are you stoned right now? Um, I'm going to like uh, lick my finger, put it in the air. I think I might be. She's a little bit nipped. Listen, we'll call it a wash if I can drink while we're flying. I, uh, she pulls out her, her terminal, looks up you, looks up at you, hits the power button, slips it into her pant pocket. We'll call this one, uh, something happened and I lost my records today. Carry on, Hentel. Let's talk some why don't we, manual. Why don't we consider it, man, uh, we'll say executive employee professional development with the air quotes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. That sounds very official, Meow. Perfect, meow. I'm gonna reach under. I'm gonna reach behind the seat, blow out a bottle of scotch. <laughs> it was ready the whole time. Yeah, I was waiting. <laughs> the, the top's already off. Like he was drinking before you showed up. <laughs> I've been drunk this whole time. Woo! <laughs> no, that's a lie. Just the last two hours. <laughs> uh, that was beautiful. And um, who is um, Amandine's next victim? I mean, crew member. <laughs> victim what uh so my next role <laughs> uh, i got an eight um which according to my information uh reveals slash discover the answer to their question about an aspect of yourself or your past that's right so a crew member learns something about Amandine. uh okay that's what that means i'm thinking so based on the relationships that i've uh created thus far either flossy or ezekiel um, would it make the most sense? Uh, oh, should, should we, should um, Flossie and Zeke fight it out? They should Rochambeau for it. Okay, <laughs> Rochambeau is happening here. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, you did it wrong. That is not Rochambeau. Just so we're clear. Come on. That's rock, paper, scissors. Rock, Same paper, thing. Scissors. No, no, it's one, not. Two, three, Kim, shoot. kick Steve in the nuts. 
I can't. He's under the table. Okay, ready? One, two, three, shoot. One, two, three, shoot. Not shoot on three. Right. Shoot on like four, technically. Okay. Okay, ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah, scissors cut paper. Flossie wins. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Um, so I imagine this conversation, um, or like our hanging out occurs, um, I may be going into the meat locker to check out the biohazardous materials to ensure that the temperature is exactly the way it should be set. Understandable. And after, you know, strangely confirming that everything is okay, uh, I run into Flossie and I mean, we could talk about the fact that there's no more spamming. Uh, which is very disappointing. So what do you eat on the ship, Flossie? How do you sustain your lives when uh, your meat locker appears so sparse? Well, I mean, the last time we went, like, actually hunting is when we got spam, when we were on that planet with the with the uh, heckworm natos, and we got all of that spam. Um, but it's been a while, so we've been, like, slowly working through it. But we do have a fabulous protein dispenser in the galley. And we have programmed it to make these basically chocolate chip cookie things that taste like chocolate chip cookies if you have never eaten them before. Uh, Well, I'll tell you a little secret about myself. Uh, I am incredibly allergic to chocolate. (gasps) Well... On the plus side, the flavoring for the chocolate chip protein bombs comes from carob. So you will not have an allergic reaction to our protein bombs. I might be willing to try. Uh, Just don't tell my coworkers that I eat this. It would look terrible on me. Oh, I would never tell on you. You're like super awesome, Amandine. Thank you. You've been making this day so much more gracious than I feel is deserved. Uh, I will note that the quality of your ship has improved. It's almost like most of your crew are wearing matching uniforms. I think you're the short one with the blonde hair. He drew on his logo, and that's a little questionable, but I, I'm choosing to turn a blind eye to that one. Well, I mean, you know, we don't... We don't really have a lot of credits collectively. We've gone for a while without a job. So this is really a big deal for us that you're coming on the ship and offering us, you know, credits and stuff. And it's really great, Amandine. Thank you so much. And I hope you don't mind my Union Space Corps um, uniform because it's really all I have. Because, you know... I mean, that's that's who I was before I joined the crew. Mm, I have read your file, and I, I, I assumed as much. Once again, I, I'm choosing not to mark that in my report. However, oh, I hope you that so when much. you receive the credits and the potential upgrades to your ship, you can all purchase clothing that is a little bit more, let's say, presentable, meow. Mm, that's a good idea. Hey, speaking of where we're going, where are we going? Ah, yes. We will be visiting the Spire. It is a space station where they're holding a... Uh... (laughs) You mean the Spries? It's that catnip. 
It's the catnip. You know, it's- I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you would really like the catnip bubbles in the shower, but I feel like maybe I've added too much. It made me a little bit more spacey than I expected. You know, there's I'm nothing so quite sorry. like ending my shift at Megatry with a little bit of catnip. However, uh, Gideon's room was just wafting with it. And uh, I seem to have killed some of my brain cells. You know, I, I hope they weren't necessary ones. But I know that there is... <laughs> I know that there's a surprise within a few uh, within a few days of us. Is is that where we're headed? Surprise station. Yes. Wow. You know, sometimes you only hear something or you only see something written and you've never had to pronounce it out loud. Oh, I Spry totally station. understand. I've never been there either. Um, you know, I've heard that there is a spencon going on there. Ah, uh, yes, the Space Engineering Con. You know, Megatri will have a booth there. My employee, Stake Former Jake Farm. Stake Former, oh my God, Jake Former State Farm will be there. I look forward to uh, seeing an old employee as well. Jake from State Farm will be there? Mm-hmm. I believe you might have interacted with him the last time we met. We Well, you know, I mean, I did a little bit, you know, I mean, I was outside of the room where you guys were talking and there was a situation with Hentol and some broken glass. But, you know, I really think Gideon will like going to SpenCon. That's totally his gig. I mean, really, like a whole convention of engineers? I'm thinking he would benefit from it. There's probably a lot of items that he can acquire. Conventions like that are simply wild. It's wow. a space station full of virgins. <laughs> That's so cool. Well, hey, you know what? Did you tell Hentol where we're going? I'm thinking at some point in the middle of our conversation about the Megatri manual, I must have mentioned it. Well, that's at the good. very least, we're heading to the nearest jump point, so we can... <clears throat> that's good in from there yeah so you know what Amandine how about we go up to the bridge and make sure that Hental is going in the right direction because this cargo is only going to last so long so let's make sure that um, that that we end up at SpenCon Excellent. You're so much more responsible than last time I saw you. I recall when you were crawling through the Air vents? Air ducts. I was a little confused, but I, I remember hearing the clanging of you up top. You've well, done so you much growing what? since then, Flossie. So, so here's the thing. Um, Amandine, can we maybe like have a private conversation sometime about the reason why rooms are not my thing? I would love to hear about that. Oh, that's really good because I've totally worried about you like freaking out about my tunnels all in the ship walls. They're really clean, I promise. I've inspected them already and I can't say I'm particularly bothered. Uh, I understand that it's important to have some safety measures on an older version of the Megatri manual. That was allowed about 30 years ago, you know. <sighs> Thank goodness. <laughs> okay, so... um. Yeah, so let's go see Hental, okay? Excellent. All right, and James, over to you. Yay! I have an 11 with Kim. 
So floss. Okie dokie, artichokey. Let's do this. Yay. <laughs> Thumb. Let's up. bond, Hental. Bond. Sure, we'll call it that. All right. So Amandine and Flossie show up where Hental is. Where is Hental? At the console. Okay. Oh, <laughs> at the console. Is there console cleaning going on? Or no, is there console's just been clean. It's clean. Okay, cleaned, that's excellent. Clean prior Amandine. Okay. Knew she so, was coming. Need to get it knocked out ahead of time. <clears throat> so Flossie brings Amandine to Hental, where Hental is flying the ship. Hi, guys. Hey. Why are you here? So I wanted to make sure that Amandine gave you the um, exact coordinates for where we're headed. Uh, chapter 36, paragraph 13, subsection 2.3 dictates that the coordinates aren't needed before 12 hours prior to hitting the nearest jump point. Amandine, has it been 12 hours? Before hitting the nearest jump point. We're 36 hours out still. I feel like it's some, um, what is your name, sir? Antal, I must have mentioned to you the location when we were talking about the Megatri manual. We talked for so long. We did talk for a while, and you were high as Cootie Brown. Um, so, I mean, good on you for letting loose. I appreciate it. Well played. Um, but that being said, where are we were going never came up. Hmm. Well, I'm so glad that we came to you because we are going to Spry's Station. Spry's Station. Yes. And Spry's, as I'm sure you know, is the biggest and best distributor of engineering supplies in the entire galaxy. I'm aware of that. I'm actually quite surprised you're aware of that. Well, I'm only aware of that because Amandine told me. She shares information. Intriguing. She does. I'm going to... While I'm saying that, I'm plugging in the coordinates for Spry's Station. Mm -hmm. And do you know what's happening at Spry's Station? Uh, SpedCon, right? Yes, it's SpedCon, you knew? Uh, only because Gideon knows. Well, of course Gideon knows. That's totally Gideon's gig. But so, yeah, so we're going to SpedCon because they have like computer engineering and mechanical engineering and like medical engineering and like all the stuff. And that is why Amandine wants to go there because that is where the drop is going. Yeah. But you probably already knew that because you talked to her, right? Not about that. Oh. Thank you for informing me, Flossie. You're welcome. Because you are currently following chapter 19, paragraph 3, subsection 4.75 of the manual. Isn't that right, Amandine? Mm, morale. Yes, that's correct. Indeed. Yay. High five, Flossie. Woo, Go I you. The rules. Hey, whoa, tone down the joy. That might be sorry, excessive. Sorry, sorry. Thank you for your dedication to proper protocol. I appreciate you, team member. Megatri flags you for excessive celebration. Yes. <laughs> Did you not know that? It's like football. Is that surprising in any way? Excessive joy is a possible sign of intoxication. See? There it is. That's why I maintain my drunk at a low key. That chapter is 21.3.7. Thank you. I will make sure to read that chapter. Flossie, Ren we is know you know you how well <laughs> you know the Megatri manual. I have zero doubt about that. Flossie, your dedication to proper morale and efficiency of this ship is second 
only to my memorization of this manual, which Thank I'm only doing so out of spite. Much. You know it on your own. Well played. <gasps> well played, Flossie. Well played. I think that's probably the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Yeah, we'll go with that. To we'll totally go with that. <laughs> All right. Who is your next crew member? My next crew member victim, yeah. was sure, Christy at a six. Oh. That's bad or is it neutral? You know, on a six, you have to describe what caused the newest hurt feelings or bad blood between you. <laughs> That's easy. My dedication to the manual. You know what? You're not wrong. <laughs> I guess, no, you wake up in the middle of the night. Ren is like holding a pillow over your head and is about to just push it down on your face. <laughs> I'm telling Gideon, shh. Oh, oh, I'm, oh, I'm staying quiet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No regulations, only sleep now. <laughs> if you wow. say a word, you're next. <laughs> so, 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 Rin, where do we meet up at? Rin has been stealthing around the ship, fully armed, trying to avoid Amandine, especially, but um, you as well. So I like stealth into the kitchen to make oatmeal. So would I be in the kitchen and like you're trying to stealth in? Yeah. All right. What do I roll for perception, GM? So you're going to be looking at, let me flip to my page. So for perception, you're going to be looking at. Is it an intuition? Yeah, that's going to be, yeah. Intuition plus just perception in general? Yeah, any kind. Uh, five, eight, twelve, eighteen. All right. You so look up you're... from your regulation manual. As you're <laughs> yeah. Doing some late night. No, I already have that memorized. I'm eating regulation oh, oatmeal. Oh, totally memorized. What? Yeah. So you, you. Oh, you didn't know about chapter ninety-seven? Oh. Of course, I knew about chapter ninety-seven. The one that dictates acceptable and unacceptable meals and protein preferences on the ship. Okay. Fucking yeah. Zeke slacking. All right, so um, Rin is in the galley already, and are you sitting and eating your previously prepared oatmeal? No, I'm s stealthing in. So you're already in the galley. I'm making in, in the your... Shelleys. The Shelleys. Right. Do, do, all I'm trying to figure out is if I catch her sneaking, or if she's gonna like yell at me while I'm in there, like. Does you an 18 totally, beat herself? Yes, you absolutely catch her trying to sneak into the galley. Hi, Ren. Swing. Ah, Whoa. Here. Listen here. Listen here. <laughs> Lady Boner is outside chapter 67, paragraph 3, subsection 7. Might want to keep that as a bandolier for the moment. Hintel, why are you becoming like her? Because I'm tired of being hemmed up and potentially having our ship ripped from our control because of a bunch of bullshit. That's why. If we don't play ball by their stupid fucking rules, we lose the ship. Because If we play by their rules, we lose our souls. Listen, our souls will be fine. No. So long as no. we keep the ship. No. Can you 
go on doing what you've been doing, like freeing slaves and slicing machines in half without the fucking badger carrying you to those places? Because I can't fly and sweet talk our way out of trouble without it. I've seen this happen before. We'll find a different ship or we just freaking take it. I have a sword. You have a sword. They have an army and a bureaucracy and a legal team. We could take them down. You can only kill so many people before you lose. I would kill as many people as I could. Yeah, we're talking about the corporation that acquired Disney. Who, as we all know, own 98% of all media in the 23rd century. As soon as she's off the ship, I'll stop playing with the stupid manual rules. But as long as she's on this motherfucker, it's game on. Don't worry. I'm going to catch her on something. And then we get to use security, air quotes included, to make sure she suffers the punishment of that catch. So now we move on. It is now Zeke's turn to interact with the crew on this long journey. What did you roll? Well. Well is good. That's a first. (laughs) I'm going to have a nine with Gideon. All right. So you get to um, reveal the answer to their question about an aspect of Zeke. So what... Let's find out what Gideon wants to know about Zeke. Oh, shit. Where is Zeke? Zeke is in Honey Badger 1. 1 with the med bay? Actually, no. He's in Honey Badger 2, mm-hmm. stocking emergency medical supplies just in case. That's wise. All right. So so why does Gideon go in Honey Badger 2? Because I have a question for Zeke. That's a very good reason. Okay. Gideon knocks on the uh, bulkhead of the shuttle, announcing his presence. Hey, Zeke. Yeah. What's it like being a clone? Uh, well, it's very much indistinguishable from the rest of my experience, in fact. Really? Yeah, because I didn't know I was a clone until after I'd met you. And um, I still haven't fully processed what it means to be a clone. So, like, Do you have emotions? Well, yeah, just like Hental. Maybe I shouldn't compare myself to Hental. Just like shit, who should I compare my? Uh, just like Amandine. Hmm. <laughs> Is like everybody at Megatria clone? I don't think so. But nobody, I, I've never asked, and so nobody's ever answered that question. Oh wow! Because I'm, I, I'm a, a little worried that if I announce the possibility, if I announce the possibility that I am a clone. They might take the ship from us. Okay. All right. Why? I just wanted to know. Okay. Okay. I'm bored now, so I'm going to go. Okay. <laughs> Gideon walks out. Okay. Uh, what is the next roll that you made? I got a, an 11. I'm going to have this one with Amandine. 11 is good. 11. So Zeke bonds with Amandine. At a so- molecular level. Probably um, not. Probably not. So, Amandine, where are you on the ship? I think I was uh, at the helm. We were previously talking to Hental. Um, however, you mentioned if um, Zeke is 
do I know about Honey Badger 2? Like, that's where the med bay uh, is? Honey Badger 2 is uh, the escape pod that does not have the med bay. Shuttlecraft. Shuttlecraft. Also, I'm Sorry. sure you're aware of it because there was an issue with it the last time you were on board. But Honey Badger 1 does have a med bay, and there are allowed to be time jumps. They don't have to flow one to the next. Ah, okay. Um... Yeah, I mean, with that being said, then, I think I would probably be investigating um, Honey Badger 1, basically going over everything, uh, checkmarking everything that's been stocked appropriately, checking the dates to make sure you have no expired medicine, uh, ensuring there's no illegal substances being used. Well, not with, I mean, there are some traditionally illegal substances, but I have all the forms and permits in line. Um, And we also have a medical android. Oh, yes. Do you get to meet Linda? Linda, uh, limited intelligence. Limited intelligence navigational digital assistant. Yes, but we're repur- we're working on repurposing her towards uh, assisting me in the med bay. So she would be Limda. We need yes. to work. Yeah. Um, either that, or we need to figure no, out. We're going to change her name to Mindy. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I can be investigating uh, Linda when uh, if you pop Linda's in. Linda's friendly, but a very simple intelligence. She was programmed, of course, for navigational data, but um, you need to stay north of the equator there. <laughs> Some of the subroutines are are cross compatible with medical because you know mostly she just fetches things, so knowing where something is. Why are the bandages stocked under e epidermis? That makes no sense. No, it makes perfect sense. They, apply, they are applied to your skin. Well, you are smarter than me, so I guess I will just accept that. Uh, this was a uh, reveal and answer to a question. No, this so was a positive. Bond- it was bonding. Yeah, was I, feel, bonding. I feel more bonded with Amandine. You do feel bonded. I think so. We bonded right? over talking about like the medical supplies. Um, you kind of got to gush about anything. Like, Well, we were going to a, what is it called? Uh, SpenCon, uh, so we perhaps spend a little bit of time talking about some of the medical innovations, um, and I'm going to offer up some like, ah, you know, there's a booth there, Meow, that might offer some upgrades for your Linda. All regulation approved, of course. Of course. That sounds fantastic. It is now Gideon's turn. So my first roll was a 10, so I'm going to choose to bond with Amandine because... <laughs> That just seems like the way to go to get ahead in this organization. A wise decision, sir. Where would, where would, what would Amandine be doing typically like after hours, like kind of late after some people are asleep? Um, do you have a, a mess hall? Yes, we have a galley. Uh, I think I'd probably be reading the manual in the galley. A fucking manual. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, Amandine is in the galley reading the regulation manual. Uh, Gideon would probably be around this time when some of the crew is asleep. It's a it's a bit easier for Gideon to kind of deal with things. So he'd probably be in the galley, well, coming into the galley too to, you know, getting some snacks and all because working on the engine is a bit tough. Sees Amandine, and uh, oh. Uh, Hey, uh, how, how are things? I'm going to close the book, the thud. Well, I think they're going as expected. 
Gideon, you are Meow, the ship's engineer, correct? Yes. You, you've heard of SpenCon? Yeah, I've heard of SpenCon. I think there might be something of mild interest there for you. Yeah? I, I knew a group of Sporgies from the planet Barkingham 3. Oh, those guys. Yes, they might have an item that uh, appeals to you as an engineer. I've been reading about it on SpenCon Weekly, and it's very fascinating. Wait, 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 wait. Is, is this the Voltron device? Uh, that sounds like something I've read. It's, it's kind of above me. It doesn't involve any medical engin- uh, engineering, therefore it doesn't fascinate me. Well, I mean, I guess it would have medical applications, but that would create like some really hideous kind of flesh blob thing but but in theory yes i think it might have a more practical application than that and you should probably check that booth out the sporgies are a rather interesting folk oh yeah we we've we've met so wait where are we going to spend con ah yes i i might have neglected to tell most of the crew our location uh where we're headed actually oh my god that's awesome Holy crap! Wait, I need a costume. I got, I got to dress like my favorite engineer. Dare I ask? Oh my god, I got, I got like so much work to do now. Oh my god, this is awesome. This is great. Hey, this- who, who, who is your favorite engineer, Gideon? Do tell. I'm sure it's somebody absolutely brilliant. I'm really glad you're brave enough to answer to ask that question. Nikolai Tesla. Out of all of them, that's who you choose. Well, I mean, you could electrocute an elephant with the stuff that he did, and that was kind of cool. So, uh, oh, great. So, wow. Wow, thank you. And as, as a way of thanking you, he'll, he'll reach into his, his uh, private stash in the galley, pull out the peanut butter, and slide it over to you and say, I hear that goes really well with catnip. Oh, my. Wow, thank you. You're, you're welcome. Is it smooth or crunchy? Yes. <laughs> that is the correct answer. <laughs> it's half smooth and half crunchy. It's crunchy. I mean, it's like we had crunchy peanut butter, but you know, we we got halfway through, and so we got some new ones, and that was halfway through. So we just consolidated the two together. Gross, but great. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, you know, if you dig too deep, you'll hit the cream cheese. So you know, don't do that. And Gideon goes and puts together a Nikolai Tesla costume. And who is the next person that Gideon will be? Uh, let's see. The next thing, the next thing I rolled was a nine, so that somebody learned something about me. Hansel, you want to learn something about me while we're cuddling? Sure. Sure. Great. Sure. I'll learn how you're uh, flirting. I'm not flirting with anybody. Flirting with Almondine. No, I was just. It was a thank you because we're going to SpedCon. Yeah, That's okay. great. Okay. It's wonderful. Space engineering con is a big deal. Jeez, I haven't been to SpenCon since my parents took me. It's been a while. Surprise has been hosting SpenCon for years. Yeah. I mean, I haven't... God, I haven't seen my family since I met you guys. You cut sling load on your family to come with us? Well, yeah, because if I communicated with them, they would... The Union Space Corps could probably, like, track them or use them to get to me. I, like, cut off ties with them for their safety. So what's that mean for us? What do you mean? What do you mean? If 
you cut sling load on your family and went with us to protect your family. Aren't we then in danger because we're with you and they're tracking us? Hence all, how many times has this crew been in danger? You're not wrong. And how many times have we gotten out of it? We are more equipped to handle that kind of trouble than my family is. I mean, the Nikos are Two a peaceful spay. bunch. Two spay. Yeah. Two spay. Right. Um, don't say that around Amandine. I know. She'll get very offended. I know. Really? I don't get what, what, I don't understand the feline revulsion towards the adding of sp before things. No, I think it's the word spay, actually. It, maybe. But, yeah, it could you know, be. It, it's, it's the 25th century. Maybe they should catch up. I mean, you know, like in their religion, their version of Satan is Bob Barker, right? <laughs> I didn't know. That. Always telling people to spay and neuter their pets. I mean, come on. But they're not. They're, they're not pets. They're peopleish. That was back then. You know, they. I don't. I don't. You know, I don't follow the the feeling religion. I don't. I don't know about the promised land of Fiji or anything like that. You make a valid argument. Do we need to worry anymore? Like they let that whole like vengeance streak go with uh with uh you know oh they'll probably never stop okay. but 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 they know not to mess with us and hopefully they won't mess with my family so it's all good I can start developing an armada you know we need more ships for that right yeah wouldn't that be against regulations to develop your own armada on company time. Um, oh God, not if I do it on my don't. down hours, oh though, I wouldn't be able to promise them, um, any pay that is directly or tangentially related to Megatry payment. So we'd have to do our own jobs to get the money to pay for the Armada. Mm -hmm. That being said, we'd have to be able to disassociate for the, from them when we do jobs for Megatry. So, Kim, while he's going off on a long, long-ass tangent about these fucking regulations, Gideon's going to reach under his pillow, pull out an oxygen mask, and slowly dial down the oxygen in this room until he passes out. <laughs> you go to sleep. I'll put the oxygen back up when you're unconscious. And then... So, so and then, that when... When we complete the mission with the Yeah, that's why you don't that's why you don't fuck with the engineer. It's Rin's turn. A, a number a nine. What's nine? So a nine is reveal or discover the answer to their question about an aspect of yourself or your past. Okay, and I rolled Flossie. Oh lovely. So you reveal something about yourself to Flossie. Okay, well, I'm hiding. You're hiding. <laughs> Where are you hiding? I'm hiding in the workout place. So Rin is in the gym. <laughs> so where? So is Rin in the gym working out to hide from them because none of them ever go in the gym because, you know. Well, every 30 minutes I work out. And then I just kind of go into the shadows and recover and then work out again. So in the corner of the gymnasium, the workout room, quote, quote, workout place. Right. So in the corner, there's kind of like a, a padded bench, which is really nice for resting in between your workouts. Okay. Might that be the place that you're resting? Yes. And the lights are off. Okay. So, um... Flossie will, Flossie's looking for Rin because 
Um, she's really distraught about the lack of the dancing stage and all of the equipment that Gideon so thoughtlessly spaced. And um, that's right. Remember this face, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and so she is looking for Rin because she's kind of hoping that maybe Rin will be in the mood to dance because they haven't danced in a while and she really needs it. So she's looking for Rin and, and finds her and finds her resting in the gymnasium. Workout room, workout space, workout place. Yeah, place. Mm hmm. <laughs> Hey, Rin. Are you okay? I'm f fine. Okay. Why? Well, I mean, you know, usually you're just like up and at it in between your workout sessions and you're resting. And so I was concerned. Well, the ship has become full of all these corporate drones. I don't know who to trust anymore. I know. I totally understand. But you talk like them, too. Well, I mean, you got to play along. No. But see, here's the thing. So if you play along, then we get to our next stop, which apparently is a Sprize Station and SpenCon, which is engineering stuff. And I'm not entirely sure what you and I are going to do there, but we'll figure it out. Um, I've seen too many people die. Due to corporations. I can't just give in. I know. And I'm. you know what? I'm really glad that you have the workout place where you can totally relax and not have to deal with that. Is there anything I can do to help you relax? No, I, I'm relaxed. I just don't. I, I don't want to put the crew into jeopardy because I know how important this is. For you, and I'm not quite sure. I mean, I, I don't know. We, we might have to do something about Hintal. He's scaring me. You know, I'm kind of hoping that once we're once we're done with these drops for Megatry, that Hintal will shut the fuck up. Honestly, um, because he's kind of a bitch lately. And lately. You know, even like the foot massages and cuddling with Gideon aren't helping. And, you know, really, I've been kind of fantasizing about you punching him out because really his boxing is not improving. No, it, I've seen it him. really hasn't. I mean, he he anticipates better. You know, at least there's that. He yeah, he's learning to not get hit in the face. Which is really good for him because he's like really weird about his face. I mean, have you heard him go on about that stupid scar on his arm of all things? He's, well, he, he it's simple. True. <laughs> There's nothing more I could say. <laughs> I know. You know, would you like to do our dance routine? Maybe that'll take your mind off of all this. I mean, it's been 30 minutes. I need a workout and cardio's next. So perfect. Let's do it. Let's do our dance routine. Got it. Okay. Do you want to do the Bollywood one? Why not? Okay. Let's do that. 
So Flossie and Rin do their Bollywood routine in the gymnasium, which currently is somewhat tightly packed with their the remains of their stage show. Wait till Flossie teaches her the bend and snap. Oh, that. Right. Okay. So maybe. Who is the next crew member that Rin will interact with? Amandine. And I rolled a three. Oh, oh no. bad blood with Amandine. Where will Amandine be when Rin enters the room? Comes rolling up on her like a bad day. I'm almost picturing us uh, crossing paths um, wherever the gymnasium in. I, I imagine I would have to pass it at some point. And Rin cannot stay in there forever. Maybe she has to leave... you'd be surprised so uh rin and flossie finish their dance routine and flossie goes to gideon's shower um because that really is the best one on the ship and no one is using it right now so she's in gideon's quarters so uh amandine goes and passes the gymnasium and notices rin and it's good timing because rin was sitting there thinking, you know, I'm just going to do it. I'm just, there's, I can't hide anymore. I cannot do this to myself. I steal myself, get my sword, and I stand up and I see Amandine just walking down the hall. Meow, greetings. You're that crew member that I see so rarely. You're looking rather sweaty. Thank you. I need to talk to you. I do not work for whatever corporation you work for. I work for the crew and the crew only, and I will never be a corporate sellout. (laughs) I'm not going to line up and kiss your feet like the rest of the people on the ship. So once I, once you're gone, that's it. I I'm, I'm do not look to me as one of your employees. Are you telling me that you would not benefit from a rather large sum of credits to assist you and your crew? I'm sure I would benefit, but I'm. what does that have to do with anything? Oh, it requires your cooperation. If you do not want to be a corporate sellout, and I'm going to air quotation with my cute little cat paws, uh, <laughs> then it makes it much more difficult to transfer funds to those who don't acquiesce to Megatry. I I don't I don't need credits. I don't need money. I have everything I need with my friends. If my friends ask me to help them, I will help them. <laughs> if they want to do a job and they need help, I will help them. I'm not going to work for you. I'll turn my nose up at you. <laughs> well, the weak can stay weak and the poor can stay poor. And uh, I'll saunter away while swishing my cattail angrily. <sighs> I feel much better about myself. I've been called worse. Are you are you done arguing with Amandine? Yes. By All right. People? So it's Flossie's turn. And um, Flossie and Amandine are going to bond. Almond, so Flossie, after her lovely shower. Uh, question about your shower. Do you smell like catnip now? I totally smell like catnip bubbles. I was just going to say that. You read my mind. You're psychic too. 
as soon as you enter wherever I am, um, you know, in the gym, in, okay, my nose turns. You up. would be leaving the gym after your uh, mild confrontation with Rin. Yes, and we would be in the hall outside of the workout space. Okay, uh, I smell you before I see you. You would totally smell me before I even come around the corner. Hey, uh, Amandine. How are you? I haven't seen you, like, all day. Flossie, you smell... You smell delicious. And I'm going to get a little closer. Um, <laughs> like a creepily deep sniff. I don't... I mean, creepy is up to your interpretation. I feel like anybody sniffing me makes me uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> but, like, like gathering, like, a handful of your hair and, like, breathing it in. Flossie would be totally flattered, because her species is very open. And so for a feeling to basically walk up and sniff her in a pleasant way would be extraordinarily flattering. And she would be thrilled. I apologize, meow, if I'm stepping over any boundaries, but my goodness. Oh, not even a little. Do you love the cat? You know, I used the catnip bubbles while I showered. I mean, it is a great addition to that bubble setup. It's something brand new. I, I meant to talk to Dr. Ezekiel about that. Uh, or is that oh, Gideon's thank setup? thank you. Thank you so much. So, you know, I, I had some questions. Um, when, so we're going to this SpenCon thing. Am I saying that right? Correct. SpenCon. Because I'm, I was kind of confused at first, but Gideon is like really excited about it. And I was wondering, so, so we're dropping all of this stuff. I don't even like know what's in the crates that are in the meat locker that used to be in my room. But, um, so like what's going on at SpenCon? Well, SpenCon is the, hold on, what is it? Space Engineering Convention. It is one of the largest assembly of people with uh, a rather wide array of intelligence all gathered to view the world, view the universe's most advanced technological creations. It's simply beautiful. The technology and the life that you will be surrounded by. I mean, that and Meow, in addition to all the costumes that everybody wears, it's simply a sight to behold. However, I must tell you that this trip that I'm on is a bit of a two-parter, Meow. Oh, so, well, that explains why Gideon is really excited about going to SpenCon because he's like totally an engineering geek and like he would be really into seeing all of that engineering stuff. So what is the second part of this? Yes, well, after you drop off my cargo and it is successfully delivered, there is something else that I might ask your crew with assistance with. And upon completion of that task, Meowl, I will transfer all the credits that we agreed upon. Ooh, you know what? That was a lot of credits. When you were talking about that, that was like really big numbers. And I think that the crew would be pretty psyched about that. Yes, I think your uh, ship, 
could benefit from that. It is not quite up to Megatry standards. Oh. The irritated badger is not up to Megatry standards? Uh, I'm going to reach over uh, like a panel in the wall and I'm going to touch it and it'll like creak off by a hinge. Ooh. There are yeah. mm, odd things here and there that I think could require upgrades. So wait a minute. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, I totally understand now. So like at SpenCon, which is the space engineering con, you mean that they could like upgrade the ship and stuff? Yes, my dear. Yes, Flossie. <gasps> oh my gosh. Does Gideon know? You know, he ran away after I told him about SpenCon. He was rather excited about his outfit, which I won't even talk about because I think it's silly. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, the, we we really do need to humor Gideon because the things that make him happy are like very few. So we really do encourage him to express those small things. Um, and... Hental said that we are like really close to the Sprise station. Like we should be there within like an hour. Oh, excellent. Well, with the with your help, perhaps we can get the cargo ready to be unloaded. Beautiful. Let's go do that. Flossie would then, after speaking to uh, Amandine, go and relay this information to Gideon, who probably already knows most of it. Gideon is in the engine room cobbling together a makeshift Tesla coil. <laughs> Gideon, 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 Gideon! What? Did you know that we're going to SpenCon? Yes, that's why apparently, I'm making a Tesla coil. Apparently that's like a really big thing for engineering nerds. Yes. Like you? Well, we don't like the term nerd. It's a little offensive. Sorry, I don't mean to be offensive. I'm like really happy for you. The term is spurred. Spurred. Okay, engineering spurs like you. And, 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 you know what Amandine said? A whole bunch of bullshit? On top of that, she also said the Sporkies are there. Yeah. Yeah, and they have that Voltron Yeah, thing? She, she told me that. She did? Yes. Oh, that's so cool. You Which were really by, excited by about By no that. means we should ever calibrate it to do the, what it does with machines to do with flesh. Okay. Wouldn't that be so cool? We can, uh, we, I mean, we can graft things onto the irritated badger easier with that. You know what's really cool? So I was talking to Amandine, and she said that she wants, well, Megatry wants, to upgrade the irritated badger and the pods to meet Megatry standards. That means that she said that you get to pick whatever goes on all three ships the first thing i'm going to do is make sure there's no mega tribe you know hitchhikers or bugs or master slave devices that they're going to be grafting onto our ship without our knowledge i won't tell her that and um so while flossie and gideon attention crew attention crew docking procedures conducting in four or five minutes. I say again, docking procedures conducting in 45 minutes. Turning Please off the turn. oxygen to the helm. The comm system lights up and there is a uh, a video call that's coming in. 
um, that Gideon is available to answer. I answer it. <laughs> Hello, this is Gideon. Hello, Gideon. Uh, who's speaking? Gideon, this is Horace. This is Horace. I'm a very big fan of yours, Horace. I really, I really, really love Nosecast. Wait, you wait, you you like the Nosecast? You listen to my podcast? Oh, oh my, it's so good. Oh, uh, wow, thank you. It's it's nice meeting a fan. You're the first person that ever reached out to me. Oh my God, you don't know about all of your fans? I have I have fans like plural. I have so many fans. They're all very excited to meet you. If I have so many fans, how come nobody messages me on Twitter? Well, we just we all feel like maybe you just need your space. Well, oh, well, you are right. I do say that a lot on the podcast. Well, well, that's that's great. I'm I'm flattered. I guess. Have you have you ever? I mean, would you ever con- consider meeting meeting some of your fans? I mean, I I guess. What what are we talking about here? Well. So I don't want to seem too excited, but I reserved a room on it's number two oh eight. It's on level three on the space station and I would just we would just we just all really appreciate it if you could stop by. If you have I know you know you're a very busy person, but if you could stop by we would be very we'd be very happy. Wait, wait, what what's the name of the space station again? It's on the spy spy station. Surprise! Wait, are you? Are, you mean like for SpenCon? Well, yeah. Well, we we kind of hope that you will also be there for SpenCon. So we oh, just yeah, that's I'm why I'm on my we... way there now. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I got fans at SpenCon. Oh my god! We will be if you would come and see us. It will be so wonderful. We have a we have a whole room, and it would be just just the best. I would. You got a whole room. Yeah, we have room 208. It's on level three. You can come anytime. We'll be there all day just waiting for you. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. That's that's great. Um, Yeah, I'll be the guy dressed like Nikolai Tesla. Oh, my God. You, is there, I know this is a lot. I know this is a lot to ask, but is there, is there any chance, is there any chance you could bring, you could bring Wade? We all just, we want... We just want the best for Wade because we've all been listening for so long, and it just it would make it would make all of our hearts so big if we could see both of you in the same room. Well, I mean, I I mean his higher functions remain on the ship, but I can probably patch patch him through to you guys. That that'd be great. Wait, um, wait, hold on. Okay, so if you're really such a big fan of the podcast, then you know my special sign off. Oh yeah, of course. All right, so what is it? No, I want to hear you say it. Oh, no, I insist. I can't say it. Not with, I'm in, like, the presence of a god, and you want me to say, let there be light. Like, it's just not, it's not right. I can't do it for you. Oh, well. Well, you know what? When we get there, when we get there with the other fans, maybe we can all just, just kind of help you out with that. Cool. 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 We all stay together, but not until the end. Not until we can't sign off until the end. Right. That's true. We we can't sign off until the end. Well, I'm very excited. You have no idea. All right. Well, I'll I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> this is Gideon signing off. <laughs> this is Horace signing off. And there we have it.
We made it through. For information about this and other episodes, including show notes, social media links, and more, please visit our website at chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com. Want access to subscriber-only perks, such as bonus content, Discord server access, World Anvil partnership benefits, and other swag? Click on the donate link at nerdsmith.org for details. Thank you for listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. Come back next Monday for more chaos. Monsters. Savages. Abominations. Eighty years ago. The great kingdoms of the land above drove all monstrous creatures from their domain and claimed the surface of the world for themselves. Those that escaped the slaughter were driven deep underground, banished forever into the lightless reaches of the dark below. In this endless labyrinth of stone tunnels and caverns, their descendants still fight to survive. And she's going to pretend that she's a fan of this dragon she's gonna be she's gonna say um oh my gosh i have heard of you before and i'm just so happy that you're actually real and we actually found you we've been looking for you that's flattering i look at onera and salute and then go back into the shadows yeah sure make it look so easy i will (laughs) She gets angry and she just finds Dyer and just tries to, like, attack them with it. One of this creature's massive, clawed hands grabs hold of your wrist. The cub yet has strength. Come explore a world where sunlight is a myth and monsters may become heroes. Discover new episodes of The Land Above every Monday on nerdsmith.org, Podbean, or wherever you download podcasts. A proud member of the Nerdsmith Network.